Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to the Kitchen Garden Magazine podcast, your fortnightly fix of gardening features, advice, and chat. Subscribe and follow us now to never miss an episode. Everybody and welcome to podcast number 118 from Kitchen Garden Magazine. Um, and of course, we've got uh, the usual the usual crowd here of Emma and Tony in the uh, Kitchen Garden Potting Shed. Yeah. But we're very excited today to be joined by our special guest Annabelle Padwick, um, who's a regular in Kitchen Garden Magazine. So uh, readers will know her already. Um, but she's an allotment and mental health blogger. Uh, vlogger, speaker, radio host, I don't know what she doesn't do, but she's uh, she's a keen veg grower. But we we thought we'd we'd drag her on with us to to have a chat this this month about something she knows a lot about. She's uh, been a mental health practitioner. She runs a garden for um, people with mental health difficulties and works with schools so we thought we'd, we'd get her on here to chat about how gardening can help with your mental health and well-being. Uh, something which is, uh, well, it's always a challenge, isn't it, for, for a lot of us. And, um, but gardening can really help. Although, I was saying to Annabelle earlier, I'm, I'm, I'm the sort of person who, you've just got a weekend and you've got a list of jobs and you rush out and you think, I've got to get these jobs done and it's, it's anything but relaxing and good for my well-being so I'm doing something wrong Annabelle <laughs> absolutely well, not not I was gonna say absolutely but not you're not doing anything wrong I think what it is is we too very often we took and it too easily we say oh get out in the garden it's really good for our well-being but actually there are so many caveats to that in terms of one how we actually approach the gardening physically and mentally also, actually, whether or not our garden is a safe space for us, because for some people, their garden is not a safe space. So actually, us just telling them to get out and garden doesn't work at all, because actually, that could be actually more dangerous. So there's so many sides to it. But absolutely, it's definitely more about how you mentally and physically approach it. Um, and also, as you said, taking those breaks. So one of my biggest things I always say to people is actually is, when you approach, if it's a, especially an overwhelming, if you've left loads of jobs for a long time or you've just got a brand new allotment and it's waist high with weeds and you're absolutely like, it's very overwhelming. It's actually like set like small breaks in between. So say you might, I don't know, depending on your physical ability, take that into account. Absolutely. You might say so you might dig for 
20 minutes, half an hour, whatever is your capability, and then stop. No matter what, even if you're feeling like you could carry on and you're feeling really good, make yourself stop and have like a cup of tea or a bit of cake or a snack or something and just sit and relax and then go back to it again and do another 10, 15 minutes or an hour. Um, But really break it up into small chunks and give yourself those little breaks because then it does feel a bit more like fun than it does feel like a job, I guess. But yeah, there's so many sides to it. That that sounds very true to what I've just been doing this weekend, Annabelle, because I I came out of hibernation with the the lovely weather, but all the weeds are in the board. All the weeds were in the borders. The the law needed mowing, edging, God knows what. But that's exactly what I did. I sort of thought, right, I'm going to do that little bit there. I'm going to spend half an hour. Then I'm going to have a break. And you're quite right, that breaking it up, means in the end, I think you get more done than if you try and do it all in one go. Absolutely. And it will keep you wanting to go back out again. Because if you did it all in one go and then absolutely sort of like ruined yourself and was absolutely knackered, you're going to think of it, you're going to think of all the aching more than you are of (laughs) the satisfaction and the joy of doing it. So I always think actually breaking it up, taking a few minutes to just observe what you've done or enjoy what you've done, yeah. And having those rewards as well makes it definitely seem a lot better and more enticing for the next time yeah. as well. Yeah. I think another thing as well is I think I think generally in our society, and I think today's we, we want everything to be perfect, don't we? There seems to be this sort of desire to everything to be look just just so and just right. And I think maybe that spills into gardens as well. And I think, you know, there's a certain amount of chaos with nature, isn't there? And, and when things sort of suddenly, you know, get out of control a bit, we all sort of go, oh, no, look at that mess. But actually to nature, that isn't a mess. That actually is really inviting. And, and I think maybe we need to kind of get our mindset into that as well so we don't worry so much about things kind of taking over for a bit because we can eventually get on top of it. But as you say, but initially don't worry about it um, and, 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 and set that, Actually, maybe you're doing nature a, a service by, by leaving it for a bit. Definitely. I think that's the bit that people don't always realise is actually the benefits of it being left for wildlife. Um, definitely outweighs everything. But I do think, unfortunately, when you look at, I suppose, Instagram and stuff like that, it's, it has gradually creeped in from other sort of industries and stuff into gardening and where it has to look perfect or at least for us to share a picture it's got to look perfect there can't be a weed in sight um but all that does is actually puts pressure on everyone else um and then impacts everyone else's mental health so you might have people that are doing gardening for, to help with their well-being but then they go on social media and then they see everything's perfect and that makes it 10 times harder and maybe even more to get into it and to stick with it because they're like well actually i can't all they wanted to do was to grow stuff but all of a sudden they've got all these extra pressures that they didn't even realize there was because they're seeing everyone else is, is looking perfect and flowers even though like the pictures were actually taken a long time ago and there's not actually flowering in, in autumn or something like that so I think it is trying to keep grounded and present in the minute and actually remembering like with most of us are gardening for us um, even if we are sharing it through the magazine or what have you we are still doing it for us and that that is why we do gardening is it's not for other other people so much it is for us as long as we're getting what we want out of it that's the main thing um yeah 
There's quite a, quite a few things I find really therapeutic. And one of them, even though it seems like a chore to start with, is weeding. If you've got a patch of weeds, especially if there's quite a few of them, you can actually get a lot of satisfaction just, you know, not rushing it, just gently getting through it. And at the end, you've got a nice clean patch or space. And at the end of it, you can see what you've done. And, you know, it's, it's quite a, a, especially in a, a dry day, it's quite a pleasant activity. Definitely. I find that weeding is like uh, people have either love it or they absolutely hate it um, mm. because it's seen as boring. It's not. It's, it's just of those things you don't they, they see weeds as a negative thing. Um, mm. And actually, sometimes, especially when I'm working with teenagers, so I run intervention programs for children that are struggling within school settings. And sometimes with teenagers, I'll get them doing weeding because mm. actually what it helps them do is a lot of the weeds. Some of them are great for, for wildlife and stuff, but in terms of using it for a well-being activity, um, they're seen as weeds can be seen as a negative thing anyway. But actually, if we think of them as as negativity, and you've got a child that has got built up anger, built up challenges, frustrations, all these pressures that being a, a teenager does in this society in this current world now have, they can actually put all of that onto the weeds and potentially associate one of the weeds with part of like their family life that's not going well or some that school that's being not very nice to them and actually if they take the courage and the support of me to pull all those weeds out and some will be more stubborn than others because that's what weeds are like and that's what annoying things in life are like some of them are harder to get rid of than the mothers and adapt and change but actually as they take that strength to pull them all out they can see all that clear space which one obviously means new plants that we can put in and also means more Ground, ground for the soil so the, our plants that we love aren't being stolen of nutrients and stuff aren't losing nutrients from weeds but also it means that they can go actually okay well if I have the courage to be able to get rid of any of this negativity maybe the wrong friends or the negative thoughts there can be all this clear space also for new thinking or new friendship groups that might benefit them a bit better so sometimes as an activity reading can be brilliant for that or just for actually staying mindful and as you said just actually just getting lost in mm. the weeding and seeing that that benefit of having that clear area which is definitely satisfying but as you mm. said as I said earlier it's one of those things is really about adapting the activity so if someone is really stressed sometimes I will get them doing weeding because it's a great way to and a satisfying way because they get an end result um which I think is always important when it comes to building confidence and stuff as if we've got like you can see a difference physically yeah, when, yeah. when Steve and Emma used to come over to mine, I used to try and get them to do a bit of weeding, but they never would. <laughs> they, just, they just stared at the hoe. That's all they did. That's true, <laughs> folks, isn't it? It is. Oh, I'm afraid so, yeah. Yeah. There's no weeds <laughs> in your garden anyway, Tony. You've already dealt with it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually I mean, quite grateful to my ground elders, to be honest, because my garden's full of it. But I love weeding it out and it's, you know, mm. just... In the moment with it, if you like, you know, not thinking of anything else, you can just stand there and, and just spend hours doing that without having to think about anything else and worrying about anything else. So, please can actually be good. So, I mean, the sewing's quite satisfying as well. I mean, in fact, there's lots of things about gardening that's satisfying, but I love sewing stuff, especially bigger seeds, you know, like, um, you know, runner bean seeds and broad bean seeds quite enjoyed the activity of just you know pushing them down into the compost covering them up giving them a water 
and then uh, uh, waiting for a few weeks. I, I love it at this time of year when it's a bit cold outside and you stand in a little greenhouse and it's it's and the sun's out and it's all warm and you feel mm. all cosy and warm and then you're sowing yeah. seeds as well and and you can hear the birds outside and 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 I, I just yeah I, it, it is all about well it's, it is about being mindful isn't it and and being in that moment. And just aware of the noises around, which is obviously, you know, usually nature and birds. Um, but you're you're actually also creating life by sowing seeds. I mean, it, there's just so much about it. But you have, but you, but you do have to get sort of into that, you know, into that. You have to sort of um, forget everything else that you, 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 that's going on in the world and just just lose yourself for a few minutes. And that's when it yeah. really becomes therapeutic, doesn't it? See, I think that is probably actually the biggest challenge of it all is is allowing yourself, and I use the word allowing cautiously, but allowing yourself to lose yourself in it. And that can be easier said than done with if you've got a lot of anxiety, a lot of circling thoughts. But once you can get that ground that groundedness and get present, then it can make a massive difference. And I always have a little, I suppose, an activity that I do with a lot of people if they're struggling to become fully present. Or actually, even if it's just, a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A normal adult workshop and I want, or children's workshop, and I want them to be present in the minute and not worry about where they've got to be afterwards or something I always get them to pit, find three things that they can see in the garden space where we're working then find three things that they can touch and they all have to be different textures so they have to go around and find them and then close their eyes and identify three different things that they can hear and what that does it obviously it makes them think and it makes them actually just become fully present to what's around us so when we do that and then we can start sowing seeds as you said and I've worked with so many new people that have just started our annual allotment program on site and they've never grown anything before. And all of a sudden they've started seeing these seeds pop up and you can see that excitement that we all know and absolutely love that's kept us doing this for the years that we've been doing it. But then them suddenly seeing it and going, okay, what else can I sow? What else can I sow that now I have to cautiously be like, okay, you need to hold out for a little bit longer because not everything can be sown right now in this minute. Um, but it's great to see that excitement so many people get for something that actually they didn't really know anything about a few weeks or months ago. All of a sudden they see the sweet corn pop up and it is the most exciting thing that's got them excited about life again. 
and they know they've actually like even just that little bit where it germinates for them is a massive achievement because they've actually managed to nurture something to the point where it's popped up out through the soil and when it went in it didn't really look like anything to them um so yeah I think definitely seed sowing can be very mindful and also for just planning ahead or looking to the future so I always think if you're as soon as you sow a seed you're already thinking like six months down the line so if you're one of those people that is struggles to think ahead or that's quite dangerous if you think ahead or you can't see a future if you sow a seed you automatically are thinking ahead and thinking with positivity mm-hmm. you're going to be growing something so yeah no absolutely oh it's always about seed sowing weeding every bit of gardening has got massive benefits for all ages i think but I think I think the other thing as well is, and, and I think this is something that probably people do struggle with, and maybe struggle with when they first come into garden gardening. Is, is it's it's quite in some some things are slow. I mean, it, it takes time, and and it's all seasonal, and it's and it's, and I think that that is it's it's I think it can be very hard for people in our very fast world, and and I think um, you know initially I think it might be quite difficult to actually do it because because you just want you're impatient you want things to happen now and people want instant gardens and but actually the the, the joy is actually the in the in the slowing down isn't it and, and that's when you actually start to really appreciate and appreciate growing and appreciate gardening I think and appreciate more things in life because you're just it does slow you down um, yeah, and, yeah and definitely. You have, to, you have to allow that. You have to kind of accept that it's something. I think that's almost an initial thing you have to accept when you get into gardening, is it takes time and it slows you down. Takes time, and you need patience, and it builds resilience. But I always think, like with patience, I think, as you said, we're driven, we're in this world which, in my opinion, we're not necessarily designed for, but we've created this fast-paced world, and actually, the patience is. We need patience. And actually, if we give, we like to give our plants patience, we're gradually teaching ourselves that actually we need all need patience as individuals with each other. Um, mm. is another element of that patience. But I think definitely is one of the biggest teachers of patience and resilience um, going hand in hand because nothing happens dis- together and all dis- at the same time. And disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> you have to cope with failure a lot. I find <laughs> absolutely, and so many people can't can't deal with failure, or they really struggle with failure. But actually, it and I sometimes I get to, I get told off for this, but in some aspects, when it comes to doing it for our well being, it doesn't really matter if a few of the seeds don't like if it doesn't work out. Like I know there's seeds, and obviously that there's they are they are special but in the scheme of things compared to other big things that can go really wrong in our lives it's a safe space to get it wrong and to try again and learn those skills of resilience and trying again and going again because actually the amount of times I've been told oh you can't grow carrots this way or you can't do it that way and I've managed to do it with a lot of perseverance and trying again or adapting things each time Mm. um I think it is it's just knowing actually if we try again and that message then goes to everything we're doing in our life if something bigger goes wrong hopefully we've built up that those lessons to be able to handle it ourselves a lot better so yeah definitely I've definitely dealt with a lot of times when things haven't gone right and sometimes it's totally out of my control and other times it has been in my control and I've just been super super impatient and not read the seed instructions or something as silly as that but it's excitement that gets the better of us sometimes I've got, a little tray, I've got a little tray of oregano in my office, which um, I keep looking at and I keep watering it. And 
you know, I've given up now. Nothing's happening. Nothing's coming. It's not going to work. So back to the drawing board with that one. Sorry, Steve, you were going to say something. Oh, no, I was going to say just, you've got to forgive your slugs, really. Don't get too annoyed when they, because that's what really gets to me, I think, when you've, you know, you've got a row of seedlings and you notice some pest or something's uh, got some of them, but you've just got to back off a little bit and let nature take it. I guess. Definitely. I think on our allotment therapy site, I was just going to say on our allotment therapy site, our main big one. So we have two roe deer on site. Oh, we right. have a load of pheasants and we have a load of cats. There's yeah. nothing I can do about it. They were there before we were there and the main big building that we've got was there. So as far as I'm concerned, we took over their home. It's That's it. It was theirs. So I always say, and with my old allotment, that used to be, there used to be rats, there used to be birds, rabbits. And I think, if I get a 50-50 split, I think that's quite fair because they need them too. Because without them, we can't, we're not here. We can't do anything. I was going, yeah, 50-50 split. And I'll take that as a win, to be honest. That's a really good way of looking at it, actually. Yeah. Very, very healthy way of looking at it. Well, yeah, otherwise it'd just be really depressing, <laughs> which we don't want. <laughs> You do a lot of work with kids as well, don't you, Annabelle? It must be great watching them growing things for the first time and uh, seeing the results. Absolutely. So I work with a lot of children, some that are struggling, some um, a lot of children that are autistic or have autism, um, ADHD, additional needs, learning, speech difficulties, Um, but also children that the parents just want them to be sort of learn about it and also be equipped with, learning about emotions and things like that. So if they ever do get find struggles coming up, they know how to, they have a safe place where they can talk about it or they know how to communicate it better to to their parents. So yeah, Mm -hmm. but also like yesterday, for example, was potato planting. It's starting to become that time with everything now. Um, And they've harvested potatoes before, but because I'd planted them before they started, and now, my word, the satisfaction that they, the, the, the excitement they had for it, digging them up. And then they all went home and they all got a bag of them to take home. And I taught them, they were like, some of them were like, well, I, I like chips, but I don't like potatoes. And so we had this whole conversation about actually, like, they're the same thing. And I told them all how to make chips. And then afterwards, some of the parents had sent me photos of them sitting there with this big bowl of chips that they'd made at home after the after school club. And then yesterday we started um, planting. They planted all their own potatoes um, and we're doing a trial between growing it directly in the bed and then in bags next to it. So we're going to see what the difference is. But they get so excited to be able to just, one, learn, but also get their hands in the soil and make it get a bit muddy. But also, as you said, to plant things and then get to watch them grow and then dig them up, especially potatoes because they are, I always think, and Steve, you probably know this is what I've said before, they are a bit like a treasure hunt to me. Like you have to dig them up and wait and see what you've got. So, yeah, there's so many benefits to it. As all we've said before, it, all those things that we say as an adult, we're giving them as a ch- children as well, that patience, the resilience, the confidence, the self-esteem to say, actually, like I've grown this um, alongside learning how to communicate better and identify emotions and things like that so that they can come and tell me if they're feeling stressed and they know how to do that or they know actually this gardening activity might help them if they are feeling stressed or just going out into the garden and finding those three things that I talked about that little activity 
they can do that at school in their lunch break if they're at school when they're feeling really overwhelmed in the classroom at break time they can quickly go outside and do the activity and they know that can help them and also remind them of when there are allotment space and they're growing and they're having fun so it's all about yeah getting them excited but also to say education is just as important so they know where their food comes from um, and not just the supermarket because a lot of them will just think oh well I'd just get that from whichever supermarket and you're like well no actually it comes from that and I had one adult the other day who said I've never seen a potato like pop out of the ground before <laughs> but they've cooked with them loads of times but they were like I've never actually seen one properly on where it's grown um which is incredible you think someone's got to like late late 20s 30s mm. 40s and they've never actually seen where a potato comes from other than on a supermarket shelf so that is so important as well um and magical to see actually someone have that to see where it comes from is, is great for me yeah, yeah. super well it's been great to you annabelle it really has thanks for yeah, thanks for people want to find out more about what you're doing and connect with you how can they do that Absolutely. So they go to the main website is www.lifeno27.com. Then we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're all there. But there's information about all our programs, so all our adult programs and children's programs and school programs is all on there. So, yeah, just get in touch via any of those ways and you can see what we're up to. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, thanks so much yeah, for joining. Thank you. Regular in Kitchen Garden. So, Absolutely. So people can come and see if they want to get ideas for the children or just ideas for themselves. But obviously in the children's features, then absolutely they can come and get monthly ideas from me on simple activities they can do in the garden, which are fun, but will also help them, hopefully. Yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah. Lovely to chat to you guys. Thank and you, thank uh, you. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, more about what we do then don't forget to um, go to www.classicmagazines.co.uk where you can subscribe to Kitchen Garden or of course just to our website kitchengarden.co.uk so thanks very much thanks for joining us and thanks again to Annabelle thank you yeah cheers thank you cheers folks if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to Kitchen Garden Prime for just 4 99 per month. You'll be getting a whole lot for your plot, including an easy read tablet and phone edition to read anywhere, anytime. Exclusive access to 10 years of digital back issue archives, access to exclusive content from the online allotment, the Mudcuteers website, plus the monthly print magazine will be delivered free to your door each month. Head to classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash KG Prime to sign up today. 